Hey guys, I got great news for you if you like fantasy sports like I like fantasy sports. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app for prop bets. They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by using only top-tier athletes. Instead of the traditional salary cap format, you build your lineup around a list of prop bets. For each contest, you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets, plus two in case of emergency picks that protect you from any late scratches or postponed games. Each unique prop bet has an over and under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded that point value if that prop is correct. So, for example, will Steph Curry score over or under 25 points? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Guys, do me a favor. Enter promo code LAKERS upon sign-up to have your first deposit match $10 instantly, but it's a minimum $10 deposit. And you can find this on any of the app stores under Thrive Fantasy. How y'all gonna lose Kobe for LeBron? What? And Lonzo Ball? Nah, 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 nah. Step your game up, buddy. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. 24 Black Mamba, yeah, you know that we kill them. Any team stepping up, yeah, you know that we drill them. Roger Josh, Jason, really wanna know your opinion. Uh, welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Please don't come with that nonsense unless you talking that realness. And if you come with that bull, we let the world hear it. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. We really wanna know your opinion. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. Right. Welcome to the Lakers on Filter. That's right. We really wanna know your opinion. Right. We really wanna know your opinion. Uh uh-huh. please don't come with that nonsense. Please talk realness. For real. Don't talk none of that stuff that they talk about on Sports Center. None of that. Seriously. Talk that realness. For real. Please. Gonna let the world hear it. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to episode three of the 16 and Counting podcast. This week, we got a special show for you guys as we have legendary Clipper super fan and radio show host Clipper Daryl on with us. Guys, you can catch his radio show on Dash every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Go ahead and give him a listen. He ain't bad to listen to, guys. With that said, let's get it. Money like a shower. That's my rain dance. And we all in black like it's gangland. All right, guys, it's not every day that you get to have a L.A. legend on the phone. So today we're going to welcome uh, Clipper Daryl on the podcast, and we're going to talk about the Lakers and the Clippers for a little bit. Hey, Daryl, how are you doing today? What's up, baby? So uh, what did you think about the game last night? Man, yo, that's your bro. <laughs> we spent, we spent, we spent that, but we spent <laughs> Well, I just want to congratulate you on your preseason championship. That was great last night. Hey, man, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, hey, I can, we, I can brag. I can, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you, you know, honestly, though, man, in all seriousness, though, I just wanted to see 
uh, you know, a, a system. I, I just want to see how my guys play. Like, and I didn't care about the win, the wins and losses. I, I, I like the way they what they represent, you know, and, and defense is what I think that's what we're gonna be attacking, you know. Yeah, they look good last night, you know, for the preseason. Yeah. They're they're doing really good. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, man, you ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a little bit of it, Daryl. I was uh, I was impressed. You know, I mean, on paper, y'all got a good team. Um, so, I mean, y'all should do something. But, I mean, we got a good team, too. So, we'll see what the rest of the season looks like. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, it's going to be, you know, it's an 82-long season, man. We got, you know, it's going to be ups and downs in it. So, you know, I just want you know, to you know, have fun with it, man, and just, you know, just keep it moving. Amen to that, brother. I'm just glad the Clippers won that way that you'd actually come on today. <laughs> I was going to come on regardless, man Yeah We appreciate I, you, Daryl I was going to come on regardless, man I'm a man of my word So I, I uh, saw something yesterday Where you were predicting The MVP and the rookie of the year To be Tobias Harris and Shea Alexander I'm not predicting I'm telling you what it, what it is oh. <laughs> you know, I got to give it to you. You're you're, you're a, a true Clippers fan. <laughs> Definitely, man. Ex- Definitely. Well, except for that that oh the tweet the the tweet that was sent out over the summer <laughs> with you in the Lakers gear. Were you hacked or what happened on that one? <laughs> nah, man, I was just having fun with LeBron, man. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got LeBron. <laughs> you know, I I, I was sitting at the house, man. You know, how you sit at the house, man. You you you're on social media. And I said, I'm going to put this out, man. And I, and I, I just didn't have some fun with it, man. You uh, yeah. shocked, shocked the roll with that one. That was <laughs> worldwide news. Everyone was like, what? Yeah, I got excited for a hot minute. I was like, come on, this has to be. Wait a minute. Is he messing with us? Is this, is this real? Hey, <laughs> I did not know. I did not know it was a little viral like that. <laughs> that was great. So uh, how do you see the season playing out for the, for the Clippers this year? Like their record and how do you think they're going to go in the playoffs? I mean, honestly, man, I, I think I think we could I think we could be in the bottom half this year. I think we could be, you know, five, six, you know, five, six, seven, eight. You know, uh, I think we have a strong team. I think we got a good defensive team. But after it, it gave me faith after I'd seen what happened with the Boston Celtics last season mm-hmm. when they didn't have they didn't have anybody. Yeah, no yeah. names, no big names. And when I seen them get to the game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals, I said, I think we, I think. I could do it, and you know, and talking to a, some former um, NBA players, man, about my team, you know, had me because I, I was down, man. You know, Glenn, Glenn had me down for a while <laughs> you know, about this team. You know, I call him Glenn because the doctor knows what he's doing. Exactly, yeah. that's right. He's a nurse <laughs> practitioner at best. <laughs> so, um, so I was down, but you know, I got my I got my spirits back up, man, and you know, I'm back I'm, I'm back in, in, in good spirits again, man. And I, I'm just gonna open my eyes and and, and, and let him do it. Austin's not here now, so I, I think he, I think he might be a better coach. Hopefully. Oh, definitely. I mean, plus you got to figure out what's what's going on next season. There's gonna be a lot of free agents, a lot of people open for trades. You know what I'm saying? So this year, whatever it is, what it is. Same thing for us. I mean, looking as Laker players, it's as our team. It's you know we got a good squad, but again, I'm looking forward to next year. That one extra person may make the difference for both of our teams. Exactly, man. So you, I mean, you know, you don't know what Kawhi, you don't know where no free agent wants to go. And, and, but it all depends on what happens with the team this year, though. Because, see, sometimes you can go to a team, you can just have a missing piece. 
And then sometimes, man, you if you want to start, you don't want to start new. So, I mean, I just feel like this team could could, could do something. It could be a surprise team because everybody's gonna take it for you know take it for advantage because we don't have nobody, you know. But having having Tobias, man, I had a good great conversation with some people about Tobias and what he brings to the table. And and you know, and when you look at it, I was like, you know what? I never looked at it that way. Yeah, was telling, and I was like, wow, he does. And then, you know, of course, you know, everybody know Patrick Beverly with his defense and Avery Riley. Come on, man. So, I, you know, I, and, and, you know, they got to do a big thing now in the Clamp City, so we're going to see. <laughs> so, so uh, what about Jimmy Butler? Is he going to get traded to the Clippers? I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not big on that one. Nah. You know? I'd say y'all get Kawhi over anybody. Kawhi is kind of slippery. <laughs> now, now let, let's keep it 100, right? All right, brother, come on, tell me. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Jimmy Butler jersey? <laughs> no, no. He's been on too many so, teams. He's got like six jerseys now. <laughs> yeah. So you don't get excited. Now, he's a two-way player. He's good. Yeah. But if you're going to trade for somebody and you're going to give somebody up, that's right. you, you, need, you need a superstar player. You need somebody that's going to sell tickets if you're going to do that. True. I just believe that we can just go into the season with what we got. Jimmy Butler be a free agent next year. They choose to get him in. Fine. I don't care. We need to get anybody. Else. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we working with first before we just start giving up pieces. That's where we're at too with the Lakers, you know, because we're just talking about trading for this player, that player. But you know, I want to see how they grow together this year and see who fits, who doesn't fit, and then mm-hmm. we'll, we'll decide at the end of the season and just sign somebody. Like it, it doesn't make sense to, to trade away all your valuable pieces just to get one back, you know, and then you're giving up four to get one. Doesn't you know? That's not what that's not how you build a, a team exactly and, and and see and then one thing i like is our camaraderie man we have you know the guys are getting along man they're they're, they're passing the ball they're they're enjoying each other's company man they're hanging out together i love that because that's what makes a championship that's why the warriors win every year yeah it's, 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 you know? it's been a while since the clippers got along right <laughs> hey man you know what yeah okay it's time to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm just I'm just speaking the truth. You know that CP3 and Blake Griffin did not get along together. You know, that, but that's why they shipped him out. Yeah, but you know what? Though, to me, it, I, I'm, I'm gonna show you for an example. Mm-hmm. You know, you you, you 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 have a brother, right? You, you have a brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you fight? Y'all fight a lot, right? Oh Y'all yeah, fight, yeah. Me and him, I mean, exactly. we were fighting before we called you. Constantly. What are you talking about? But, <laughs> but, but what happens is the difference is is that your mother and father jumps in between and saying, "Hey, man, we're not gonna have this. That's your brother. Love one another. You have somebody that's mediate the fights, uh-huh. or you have your friend. Exactly. But but when it comes to friendships and it comes to brotherhood and the NBA, they don't have anybody because they're fighting against each other. Now you got one, you got Blake Griffin's side fighting against Chris Paul's family and they're going back and forth and there's nobody in the middle to mediate. Yeah. You see? So it starts to escalate and it gets bigger and bigger. And by the time the owners get involved, you know, it's already escalated and ain't nothing they can do about it. The only thing they can do is trade. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. You know, I could, as a coach, you can see that on the floor. You know? So, you know, Glenn should have Glenn should have stopped it a long time ago. Because because what what happens is all about the money. It's all about prestige. It's all about who you are. You know what I'm saying? Chris Paul can't, you know, he jumps in people's faces, but he hasn't won anything, so people get a lot, people get mad at him. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Know? That's true, yeah. You know, 
Chris Paul, we think you need Kobe Bryant. You know, bro, you ain't won nothing, man. Get out of my face. <laughs> you know? So, but he wants to keep the team together, and that's what he's doing over there. And I believe he, I, I believe that in, in, in Houston, I think Houston could, but actually, I think Houston will probably be the team to beat the Warriors this year. You think so? Not the mm-hmm. Lakers? Um, I think the Lakers, I, 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 think, I think the Lakers definitely get to the playoffs. Yeah. I just think that right now what I see, I see a lot of individuality. True. And I don't, you know, and you can't, you can't play this game you love being an individual. That was one because of the, yeah. That was one of the problems when they assigned everyone to one year deals. That's the one thing I was worried about is that mm-hmm. these guys on on their contract years are going to be playing for themselves and not so much in that team fashion that Luke and Magic want them to be be playing under. Exactly, and 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 in order to win, you have to play team ball. See, because what happens is if you're mad, like 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 for instance, I'm going to show you how. If you look at the Warriors, and I and, and I say this all the time because. When you look at the Warriors play and you see somebody take a bad shot, right? You don't see the Warriors player get mad on the court, right? They put that down on defense to get that ball back. That's true. You go to the timeout, that's when they say, hey, man, let's, you know, let's let's share the ball. That's why you see Draymond sometimes get mad at Kevin Durant, stuff like that. Exactly. You know? But they they talk through it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's what makes a great team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course you're going to have the argument. That's the supply line. It's just like having a, having a girlfriend, man. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, not, it ain't never nothing peaches and cream, but, you know, you just got to, you know, you got to go with the highs and the lows and the lows with the highs and see what happens. Yeah, we need, I mean, unfortunately, I mean, the, the point is proven. I mean, yeah, we do have a lot of, you know, one season, you know, one-year players on our team this season, but at the end of the day, there's got to be some sort of common goal for these guys to come together and make something happen. I mean, first round. I mean, I'm I'm basically thinking first round. Yeah, we you know that should be kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Do I expect us to get to the second round? Uh, I, I don't, depends on who we get in the first round. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if we exactly. if we high point, I mean, we're seventh eighth seed. We're playing Golden State, and it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I mean, if y'all make it, hopefully we we see better than y'all, and then mm-hmm. then we're good. We don't play Golden State or Houston. You know, I mean, but. There's got to be some sort of common point, and I think that's where Rondo's going to come in and help the team out. I mean, B.I.'s looking ridiculous. I mean, again, it's just preseason ball. I don't want to be one of these, you know, guys, ah, but I am, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's – it's there, there's too many pieces of this team that I think can come together, and when it does come together, it's like the Transformers. You know what I'm saying? They're going to link up, and it's a done deal. First round. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's where I think we're going to end up at. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'm going to ask you a question, though. Yeah. How do y'all feel when y'all go to these games, right, and they, or you watch the games and they sit out, they sit out LeBron like that, man? You, you know, know? It, it, it's funny that you say that because yesterday when I was at work, <clears throat> I was actually looking about getting some tickets to go last night because it's closed. Mm, exactly. And then by the time I got off, they had made, they had made the announcement, right, that he wasn't playing. Now, had, mm-hmm. I, had I went and got tickets early in the day, and, you know, and dropped some money on it, I would have been upset. You know, luckily, exactly. Luckily, I didn't do that. But, you know, like... I, I think that they should play even a quarter in the preseason because this mm-hmm. is this is the time where the real fans get to come out and watch them play. You know, because once they get to Staples and it's the regular season, then it's corporate. Then it, you know the the yeah. opening night tickets are like five hundred bucks just to get in the gym. Like that's not the real <laughs> fan money. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
Exactly. I know exactly what you mean. And and, and that's what that's what was offensive to me because a lot of these corporate people they, they get immune to it. Oh, you know, we need to rest our guys. No, you don't. Yeah. If he steps on that court, all people want to see is a good five to eight minutes from him. Yeah, and, you it, know, man. you could you you can play in three minutes. You can play in three minutes a quarter. Something. As long as he's on the as long as he's on that court. Yeah. Yeah. Then take him out. We understand that. Exactly. Players, I mean, people understand that, but when you don't see him play, you just took your little son. I feel bad for, for fans that I'm spoiled because I, you know, I, I get to see the NBA, man. I've only missed two two games in, in 18 seasons, so nice, nice. I'm spoiled to yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at the average fan that only goes to two or three games a year, and the ones that really that might just go to one game every three or four years, and mm-hmm. you have a son and you take him to the game. And his favorite player don't play, you know. Oh, this gonna be a problem. problem. <laughs> it's a problem. Because LeBron came to town. LeBron came to town when he was with Cleveland, and he played the Clippers. And 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 this kid, they saved his money. They they came all the way from New Mexico, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. They planned this trip to from New Mexico to bring their son to watch a game, and LeBron did not play, man. That's the, you know? that's the thing. It's like a roll. Like nowadays, with the with the new NBA, it's a roll of the dice. You never know if your favorite player is going to play or not. You know, it's not like back in the day where the guys took pride in playing eighty two games a year, never sat yep. out unless they were unless there was a bone broken or something popping out of their leg. They played through exactly. it. Like like yep. even Kobe. Kobe played a, a quarter of the season left handed because he wanted to play. Until his, until his right hand got better, exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. Why, that's why he's one of the best to ever do it. But I mean, it's all—it's all money. I mean, because at the end of the day, I mean, we can go up to a city like uh, let me think, uh, Sacramento. We can go watch a Kings game, sit on the court, probably for five hundred dollars a ticket. Five hundred dollars a ticket right now for either one of our games. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're nosebleed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, before Giannis came to Milwaukee, you know, four tickets at, at a Bucks game was nothing was nothing believe me because i went to a lot of them i lived in milwaukee for a few years you know so i mean it was cheap you know but now i mean it is what it is it's media hype i mean hell i mean a lebron james jersey is the hardest thing to find i mean i pre-ordered one on back order shit before he came i just got it (laughs) y'all see y'all see the lebron jersey i got made (laughs) (laughs) you know come on now brother same same day jersey Yeah, that jersey, that jersey, you know, hey, I'm, I'm surprised, y'all got surprised for that jersey, though. Y'all gonna, y'all gonna laugh at it when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, y'all gonna laugh. Well, uh, we, uh, we appreciate you being our very first guest on our podcast, and we uh, wish you and the Clippers good luck this season. Thank you, Daryl. I ain't wishing y'all luck, though. Uh, <laughs> well, luck. look, look, I, I wish you luck in the other... 78 games that you play, except for the four you play against us. How about that? <laughs> I didn't do that. All right, man. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you guys, man. Much love to you, man. Wish you all the best. All right, thanks. Much love, Dale. Have a good one, brother. Bye.